Palmer Bear on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmer Bear. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Non-bowling is more than just a game. There's no talking on the green. Welcome to Without Bias. Brought to you by Apia. We're all about possibilities. Talk to our dedicated specialist today. And The Bowl Show. Stay engaged with the sport via The Bowl Show. Sundays on 7-2 from 2pm. Hello and welcome as always. Great to have your company on Without Bias around Australia. It's all thanks to our great mates at Apia. We're all about possibilities. Talk to our dedicated specialist today. And for The Bowl Show, we thank all of you for your support week in, week out with the show. Sundays on 7-2 from 2 o'clock. It's how you can stay engaged with the sport. And as we gradually... Depending on each state's conditions and restrictions or easing of restrictions is a better way to talk about it. We're gradually starting to get back out on the green. We'll talk about more of that with Steve Glasson very shortly, but we always like to bring in the big names, the heavy hitters off the top of Without Bias. And as far as international duties go, they don't get any bigger than Karen Murphy, the queen of the green. Kaz, welcome. Yeah, thanks, Jack. How are you going today? What, what do I find you doing right about now? Um, on my way to a hair appointment, so um, <laughs> very, very important uh, thing for this week. So, um, yeah, need, need the colour put back in and, um, yeah, it'll be nice. Always nice to get your hair done. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, the normal question's been how is isolation, but obviously that's something that's become important for you to get the hair sorted out. <laughs> it always has been something important, Jack. But, um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's, um, it's just got to be done, I suppose. It's one of those things. So. It, it, it does. I was taking a look at the calendar, um, of the year so far, and I guess it's a year that feels like it's gone forever, and we're only in, in June, but I was taking a look at the calendar, and I sort of did some rough maths. It's about six months since you retired from international duty. Have you slowed down at all? Look, probably too much because of, obviously, COVID, but, um, you know, I, I did, certainly didn't think that retirement was going to look like this, <laughs> but... Um, <laughs> Yeah, I, it's been good. Like, I actually quite have enjoyed it. It's been good and it's allowed me to um, get some things done and some pro- work on some projects, which I probably didn't have time to do. So, um, yeah, been really, been really enjoying it. Been doing a bit of uh, online learning and education, which is something I've really done a lot of. So it's been quite productive. It's, um, it's interesting because some athletes retire and then they, they doubt whether they got it right or the, the timing of it or whether they still had a little bit more in the tank. You sound very at ease with your decision. Yeah, look, it's ups and downs, isn't it? You know, sometimes you think, oh, you know, did I do the right thing? And then other times when I think about the week in, week out stuff that, that, you know, you have to do with the jackaroo, which is wonderful. Like, it's all wonderful being a jackaroo. But I guess, you know, it's the week in, week out stuff that I sort of, uh, you know, just got a bit a bit fed up with, I suppose. I um, love the events and the competitions. And, and that's what you miss. You know, you miss the people and you miss the that really intense, fierce competition, international competition, things like that. So... Look, it yeah, swings and roundabouts, I suppose. But um, yeah, I, I am I'm really happy with the way I went out and and how I got to do it. And um, so there's a lot more of me that's at ease with it than not, I suppose. Well, you've had time to do a number of things, as you say, some online learning and set up some other projects. One of them, which I'm looking at the website right now, went live today. We're recording on a, on a Tuesday morning, live today. KarenMurphyBowls.com.au. This looks very cool. Yeah, it's been been in the process for a little while, and I think um, the timing of it's probably perfect in that the clubs are starting to reopen, and 
people are just so excited about the prospect of getting back on the green. So it's certainly got uh, it's an athlete page slash um, coaching website, I suppose. Yep. So it's uh, got a, a bit of a mix of um, you know my athlete page and then also a coaching section where it um, goes through the different types of coaching. So one on one coaching, then we've got a general skills clinic, then we've got like a high performance group training session. And two that I've just added in the last week, I've teamed up with a a company called Slow Coach, which um, has a lot of um, elite athletes. That um, it's basically a one-on-one online coaching platform mm. where anyone in the world can get in touch with, say, myself as a bowler, someone in India or, or England. I've already had someone last night get in touch with me, where we can do video analysis and feedback with your favourite player. Um, so that's been really great. And then also the Another section in the coaching is a one-on-one digital session. So I've had a lady from England already um, call me last night about it to have a one-on-one session online via Zoom. So, isn't, that yeah, in- isn't that interesting? Yeah, isn't that interesting? And, and some of the things that have become almost the new normal because of COVID. Can you imagine that we would have been talking about this two years ago, that you would have been doing an online coaching session with someone on the other side of the world? Definitely not. And I think, you know, I was thinking about it pre-COVID, but I think COVID's really, um, you know, sort of hit home that I think the digital way is probably the way to go now. So we don't necessarily have to be face-to-face. Yep. Um, you know, you can send in, send in your own video analysis of your technique and have a bit of a look at it, give your feedback and just spend one-on-one with a, you know, with your favourite favorite player or, your, you know, sort of thing. So I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be really good, something different. Cara Murphy joining us on Without Bias. You can get involved. CaraMurphyBowls.com.au. As I say, I had a look at the website today. I'm having another look at it now. It has come up absolutely superbly. So the coaching element, Kaz, I know it's something you've always been passionate about. Is it full steam ahead with this now or are you going to do a little bit of coaching and some other projects along the way? What does it all look like? Well, I'm not really sure, Jack. Like I thought I had it all sorted <laughs> pre-COVID, but um, there's a lot of a few things in the air at the moment. But um, look, I'm, I'm hoping that it's definitely a, a big part of what I do going forward. Um, but maybe not, not wholly, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So um, I've still got, still got um, obviously my my ambassadorship with BCIB, who are the wonderful uh, sponsors of the Jackaroos, obviously, um, and uh, my involvement with Aerobowls and also my, my great club at Cabramatta, so doing a bit of work up there still. So, um, yeah, everything falls into place and, um, yeah, moving forward with the website, coaching, and, and who knows what ha- what happens after that. One thing I am excited to see you do more of is commentary. You're brilliant in the commentary box. I love any chance that we get to work together. And, and we've done little bits here or there while you've still been playing, whether it be with the, the Bowls Premier League or other events, the Australian open but next time we see you in the commentary box it will be from an international perspective you'll be a retired player how do you think you'll go do you will you be able to sit there and keep still <laughs> uh, yeah I think I will you know it's it's really great to, to know the players so well so it's easy to commentate on uh, knowing their game and, and tactics and things it, it is going to be a bit weird there's no doubt mm. um, but um, you know even watching the women's singles you know the current world champion and that's mm. going to be a bit a bit different sort of thing, um, but look, commentary is something that I really enjoy, and uh, I, you know, I love commentating with you. Um, you know, I missed out on, on obviously the World Bowls commentary uh, for this year, but pick it up again next year, and and then the AO commentary and things like that. So it's um, yeah, it's something that I enjoy. I think, and uh, you know, I would like to explore that even further, and you know, public speaking and. Uh, things like that. So it's, um, yeah, it's just getting my head around what I'm going to do next, I suppose, Jack. Uh, you're very good at it, Kaz. Just keep chipping away. You'll you'll get rid of me and all the others in no time and you can just have the whole thing to yourself. 
<laughs> oh, I don't know about that. About that. You're, you're the, you know, the king, but um, the new Alan Jones, uh, he won't do know, <laughs> radio and without phones. <laughs> So the Bowls Premier League, I think, is going to be pretty much the next major event, isn't it? By the looks of things, we're into almost yeah. into June now. We've had postponement, as you mentioned, of the Australian Open and the, and the World Championships, the, the Nationals, amongst other things. I, to me, it sort of seems like all roads lead to November now, doesn't it? Yeah, super excited. I was only looking through some photos the other day. I was on the phone to Glass and, and when we won it in uh, 2017 with the Lions. And it just uh, it brings back great memories. It's such a great week. Um, love sort of hanging out with Benny and, and Aaron, Sheriff and, and Glass for the week and everyone else in the field. So competitive. Um, and even if we're not able to, you know, get a full crowd there, I think, you know, the players would still be able to have the ability to... to um, you know, hype it up for television and, and could sell it as a great sell it as a great product sort of thing from a TV point of view. So um, I can't wait for BPL. It's going to be fantastic. Yeah, I'm the same. Bring it on. November couldn't come around quick enough. Kaz, I, I need to let you go because uh, it's hair time and I know that that's very important to you to get in there and, and get that hair sorted <laughs> out. So thank you for joining me. It's always great to catch up and we'll do it again soon. Yeah, thanks for having me, Joe. Thanks. Karen Murphy joining us on Without Bias. She mentioned Steve Glass, and he will be our other special guest on the other side of this. All thanks to Apia. We're all about possibilities. Talk to our dedicated specialist today. From the wide outdoors to the great indoors, this is Without Bias. Brought to you by Apia. We're all about possibilities. Talk to our dedicated specialist today. And The Bowl Show. Stay engaged with the sport via The Bowl Show. Sundays on 7-2 from 2pm. Thanks for being with us on Without Bias, wherever you're joining us around the country. It's great to have you as always. It's thanks to Apia. We're all about possibilities. And for The Bowl Show, stay engaged with the sport via The Bowl Show. Sundays on 7-2 from 2pm. You can also download this podcast and all of the others, however you consume your podcasts, and they're all available at bowls.com.au. We move from the most capped international player of all time in Cara Murphy to the current coach of the Australian BCIB, Jackaroos, Steve Glasson. Glass, thanks for being with us once again. Jack, I'm not doing very good. What's wrong? Jack? Well, I miss you, Jack. I miss you. And... (laughs) And I only get to see your face on the bowl show, Jack. But but where there's a negative, we turn it into a positive. So things are starting to sound better. There's, they are. Uh, restrictions are starting to ease. So I'm, I'm, the anticipation of seeing you in person is growing. I'm getting more and more excited day by day. Now you're getting me all misty, Glass. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I looked at the calendar. I, I don't want to start on a, a what could have been, I suppose. But I looked at the calendar and, and today basically would have been the first day of the, the World Championships for 2020. Um, it, it's strange in many ways, isn't it? This is the world we're living in, but there'd already been so much work that you and, and your team had done to prepare for the 2020 edition. Yeah, look, I, I think, um, again, it's a positive in some respects, I think. Like, obviously, we're, we're all shattered that it couldn't go ahead in this timely fashion, but we actually had a World Bowls team Zoom meeting last night on the eve of what would have been the start of the championships, and... And it was a really good one. We were probably on there for an hour and a half, the team, and we talked about, you know, where we're at. And we had, there was a lot of heckling, of course. Yeah, of course. Argy-bargy, but, yep. but there was also uh, some, some good DNM stuff, and we talked about how everyone was placed and, and what sort of things we can do better um, in 12 months' time when the, when the Worlds take place. So, and, and it was interesting that some admitted that they were in the perfect place to, to go into Worlds, so they're a little bit more shattered. 
Uh, there was a couple admitted that they were probably a little bit frazzled, mm. um, a little bit fatigued, uh, things like that, which meant that this this now presents itself as a great opportunity to 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 go into Worlds uh, under a slightly different management scheme next year. You know what I mean? So yep. so it was really quite interesting. So whilst we're disappointed it's not going ahead, um, there's certainly a lot of positives to take out of it and, and learnings that we can ensure that we go, you know, here we were thinking we're going in ideally placed and, and perhaps we weren't. You know, perhaps there was a couple that were under a bit of stress or or uh, or, or just fatigue more so than anything. Um that we can all manage better themselves and, and us as a management team. So it was really good. It's a good test case, this one, because never, to, to my recollection, and you've been in the sport a hell of a lot longer than I have, but never in my recollection has a team been selected this far out. Um, it, it's it, it's interesting, the possibilities, isn't it, that what you can do with a team and how you can physically and mentally prepare for an event that is now 12 months out. Look, there, there's so much now that, that has to be taken into account. I think one of the things we touched on, which which I, I really um, support, is that we don't want to invest too much emotional energy into it now. Um, yep. You yep. know, thinking about it and preparing for it because we're, we're 12 months away. And, and if you do that, you can actually fatigue mentally before the, the big event, you know. So so it's still pretty relaxed. We're, we're starting to ramp things up as far as off-green training is concerned. And obviously with some of the restrictions... Uh, the potential for people to to just get on there and, and have a role, really, just to get their fix of bowls, um, is getting closer and closer by the minute, which is great. So, without putting any sort of great intensity in it, we're all going to come back a bit rusty. Um, so, you know, just to get that fix, I think, because they're missing that aspect of things. But, but then, you know, the planning starts and 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 the roller coaster begins again. So, it, it, it's exciting, but certainly very foreign to to have something like this happen. But um, it's a life experience, so embrace it and uh, and let's deal with it. And that's what everyone's doing and doing very well. I've noticed when we've interviewed all of your BCIB Australian jackaroos, whether it's on the Bowl Show or here on Without Bias, and, and quite a few of them, and I think it's a good thing, have said, no, we haven't – restrictions might have eased in our state, i.e. Queensland or, or Western Australia, who were a couple of the first. They said, no, we haven't gone there yet. We'll get there, um, but there's no rush. That. That's not a bad thing to me that they're not absolutely itching, that they're happy to just do it when they're feeling ready. Yeah, well, I think if you look at the big picture, you know, elite bowls probably won't really respond till till late in the year. So these guys never get a break. I mean, yeah. they play 12 months of the year every year. Um, and, and as we have identified, there were some that were sort of fatigued already and were only in the sort of May um, that, that were already tired this year. So... Um, you know, the, the break has been good for them. Um, clearly, they've missed it. Um, and, and if they didn't miss it, well, there's something wrong with them. You know what I mean? It's their, it's their, uh, it's, it's their life. So, um, But the break has been good, and it will be beneficial to them long term. And, uh, and they'll come back fresh. And I think, um, you know, how do I say it? There won't be any complacency about it. There'll be a real motivation there. And, and I think we'll respect the game a lot more. Uh, again, and uh, and embrace the wonderful opportunities and lifestyle that we have in a in a more normal environment. And, you know, obviously we just took it for granted. I think at times previously, and and we shouldn't. We should really um, be thankful and, and you know grateful for the opportunities that we get and uh, and and the sort of lifestyle that we lead without being too heavy. Glass. Uh, on a more sad note, unfortunately, we learnt yesterday with the, the passing of Commonwealth Games para-sport bowler Joy Forster. You had the privilege of spending a bit of time coaching Joy in 2014. Very special lady, both on and off the green. Yeah, look, I wouldn't say much about the coaching. I think I learned more off Joy <laughs> than she learned off me, to be fair. She 
Uh, it's a very sad uh, occasion for the Forster family, for Bowles, uh, for the community and for those nearest and dearest to Joy. So this lady, um, and, and I don't say this lightly, and I've said it publicly already, that um, she's probably one of the happiest most bubbliest characters I've ever met in the sport or, or in life. She was always smiling, Jack. She was always upbeat. She was singing. She was dancing. She was, um, you know, just a, a pleasure to be around. She was laughing all the time. You'd hear her on the bus. you hear her everywhere. And, um, but all in a joyous mode. And, and even through her darkest hours, mm. you know, um, not that I had much to do with it closely, um, you know, last couple of months, but, you know, we're getting reports and, and she never once complained. She was having a battle. She never once complained. She was fighting it. Um, so it's it's a sad day for, for everyone, really. But, um, you know, it's easier said than done. You don't like to see people suffer either, you know. So, um, but look, what a wonderful, wonderful person. Um, she'll be dearly missed. The sport will dearly miss her. Um, but all we can do is, is embrace those very fond memories that we've had and those special times that we share with her, you know, and, and uh, I certainly treat myself as being very honoured to uh, to have shared just a very small part of that with her. And as I say, I'm sure I learned more from Joy than she learned from me, that's for sure. She won a bronze medal in 2014. How rewarding was that to see her achieve success? We've spoken about the para team and what they were able to do at the Gold Coast, but uh, for Joy to achieve a, a bronze medal on a world stage like that must have been very rewarding. Yeah, I mean, you know, at the time even she was elated and... And, uh, I mean, she won it with Tony Scott, so that's an even yeah. bigger uh, effort, you know, to do that. And I, I say that tongue-in-cheek, of course, but, um, you know, it's, it's tough over there in the UK. And I think any time you go to a benchmark event such as, uh, you know, Commonwealth Games and you come back with a medal, um, there are moments in your sporting career that you cherish, and, and Joy certainly did that. She was not a certainly not a big head. She was very humble, um, but she was elated to, to come away with that. And... You know, she put a lot of work and a lot of time and effort into that campaign. campaign. And, and not only that, that was a career highlight for her, but she had a lot of other success for Australia in the vision-impaired categories and disciplines as well. So, you know, yeah, it's a sad day. So God bless her. Um, RIP, Joy, we'll, we'll miss you, but we'll be all the better for having spent time with her. Yeah, so. very, very well said, I reckon. Glass, lastly, before we let you go, is I, I've loved talking to Jackaroos and also talking just to Bowls fans on, on social media and, and those that you can actually talk to in the street and all that sort of stuff. They love reminiscing with some of the stuff that Bowls Australia, that Aiden and the team and Dom have done with, with uploading old memories and old matches, old videos and all that sort of stuff. Have you... You're a nostalgia buff. You, you know everything that's happened in the sport. Have you loved the positive reaction that we've been getting from the Bowls community about some of these, you know, some of the greatest matches in the history of Australia, which you've been involved in some of them? No, oh, I doubt if I've been involved. I might have been on the receiving end of a few things. But look, it is, you know, full full credit to our media guys. They have done an exceptional job in very trying circumstances. And, and uh, internally, we try and give them a pat on the back and that sort of thing. But they really have done an amazing job. It is great to reflect, and, and there's been such a broad cross-section of, of modern-day, later stuff. And as you say, Jack, going back to, you know, in the archives and, and pulling out these matches and highlights and all sorts of things, it's been tremendous. And, and I really hope we can continue to do it and, and, and look at these sort of things. And I think it, it also shows how the game has evolved over the years, um, you know, through colour, through dress, through styles of play. Um, all that sort of stuff, you know, that, that stands out as well and, and the quality of play. But, you know, there's been a lot of questions about, you know, is the current era, say, you know, from, from 19, 
or say 2000s better than yeah. the 1980s yeah. and all this. And, and it's an age-old question in sport. And I don't think you can compare because they're different styles of games. But it's been really, really entertaining to watch. And, and look, I, I know social media, I probably have, shouldn't say this, but social media uh, is fabulous. There's no doubt about that. And I particularly like the, the positive side of things. I know the bowl show, there's been a few armchair critics. God love them. They love the sport. Um but a, a focus uh, on occasion about too much talk. But um, you've got to understand that we're in a unique climate and, and the good thing is there'll be a lot more bowls showing on TV yeah. You know, when we get back to normality. I, I think uh, credit to you and your co-host Flappers and all those that have contributed to the bowl show doing a great job. Um, and keep up the good work, fellas. It's wonderful to see it on TV and, and get a vast range, uh, array of you know, what's happening in the sport on the green and off the green. So good job, fellas. A bit of a pat on the back for you boys too. You're a very good man. And, th- and this is why you're welcome on this show anytime because you just you, you spread love like that. <laughs> oh, well, mate, I'm told the truth. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Hey, always nice to catch up, Glass. Thanks for being with us. And uh, we look forward to starting to see the Australian Jackaroos begin their preparations for the rest of this year and, and next year. But thanks for your time today. Pleasure, mate. When social distancing finishes and I see you, it's going to be a big man. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. Steve Glasson, the coach of the Australian Jackaroos, all brought to you by BCIB. Thanks to you for being with us this week. As always, we love your support and we'll see you Sunday for the Bowls Show. Uh, 7-2 from 2pm. And a big thanks to Apia for bringing us without bias each and every week. We are all about possibilities. Talk to our dedicated specialist today. We'll see you next time. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.